So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, yo, what is up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you are here, and I'm really excited. Um, I'm going to be sharing um, my story today. Uh, You know, a lot of you guys are maybe newer to the podcast. Uh, I know some of you have been listening for a very long time, and man, we appreciate you so much. And uh, I know that a bunch of you maybe are somewhere in between. You've been listening for a while And you may be wondering, you know, what's some of the story behind all this? How did all this come to be? And um, maybe you're actually just starving to hear some success stories because a lot of the stories around sexual sin and addiction are quite gloomy. And so my hope today is to inspire you, encourage you, and let you into a little bit more of really what was a terrible, terrible season of my life that God has turned around and used for incredible, incredible good. Now, before I jump into that, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that our podcast has been growing rather quickly the last few months, and that is in large part because of you guys. You guys have been absolutely amazing, sharing, leaving ratings and reviews, and I want to ask you again if you will continue um, to just keep this listener experience as clean as possible. I would love for you guys to leave a rating or review on your podcast as long as we continue to grow We don't need sponsors. We don't need ads and all that kind of stuff. Um, But once we do begin a plateau, just being honest, that is when I will probably start looking for sponsors to make this worth our while. And so in the meantime, if you're willing to leave ratings, reviews, you're willing to share our content, that's going to help us grow organically and that will prevent the onset of sponsors and ads. And not that sponsors and ads are so bad anyway. And obviously, if we ever did that, we would do it tastefully. But I'm kind of enjoying the clean listener experience. I know you are probably too. And so those ratings and reviews help us keep things as they are. Now, uh, let me jump into how a hypocritical pastor became a porn addiction advocate. Um, this, This story for me goes back to, man, oh man, this really goes back to the year 2001. Uh, This is the year where I was first exposed to pornography in the computer lab of my Christian school. Um, Christianity and church and all things Christian were fundamental parts of my life. Uh, Obviously, I just mentioned I was at a Christian school, um, but my dad was a pastor, my grandpa was a pastor, so church was not just something that we did regularly on weekends and throughout the week, But really, it was baked into the culture at home. Um, Everything revolved around God and Jesus and religion. And that was actually an incredible thing. I'm really grateful for my upbringing. But the conservative culture um, spiritually and also the conservative culture ethnically, with both my parents being Indian, meant that we did not talk about sex. Sex was a taboo subject. And every time the word came up. My parents both, you know, were clearly uncomfortable with it, and they got a little bit cringy, and they would lower their voice a little bit. And, you know, th- there was there was just not um, th- there was never a, a sense that sex was okay to talk about, that it was just a normal part of life. 
And um, the, I never got sat down for the birds and the bees conversation. You know, that was not part of my upbringing. Everything about sex was incredibly concealed. And so when I first had exposure to pornography, I was actually co- completely disturbed by it, if I'm being honest. I, I, was, I was literally shocked. It was like an assault on the senses. But I was just as equally intrigued. And so the seed was planted and I, it wasn't like, you know, the next day I went back to the site and I just kept watching it again and again and I, and I was addicted really quick. It was actually probably a, a span of about 18 months before I even thought about it again. But when I did think about it again, I remembered the URL, I remembered everything I saw and I started going back there and it was a bit more gradual and then you start clicking around and looking at other things and um, by the time I was in high school, I was watching regularly and it was kind of just accepted in my peer group and and even though we all knew it was wrong, you know, we were all still at a Christian school. It's not like I had, you know, gone to a public school where there were different uh, moral ethics. It was still the same ethic here and we all knew it was wrong, but we all kind of did it and that's just the way it was. And um, and then, you know, I got into university and by the time I was in university, porn was a regular part of my life. I would plan my days around it and I would work hard in university and, and in the labs. You know, I, I used to do a lot of research and that kind of stuff. And I would I would think like this is all going to be worth it because I'm going to get to go home and relieve myself with some pornography and, and I would masturbate afterwards. That was literally my life. And and one of the, the darkest moments, something that I, I still... Um, I would say I'm, I'm working through to, to forgive myself for um, the, there was a time where I was not able to view on my own device and I, I forget exactly why that was. Um, and so I wanted to, it was late at night and I was really, really uh, triggered. And so I was looking for the family computer and alas, the family computer was in, uh, was in the office, um, which you know was unoccupied and it was in the basement. So it was relatively accessible. But there was a sofa bed in the basement that my brother would sleep on in the summers because his room upstairs was pretty hot. And so obviously it's cooler in the basement. And so he was sleeping in there. And so I was stuck between, you know, do I take the risk, you know, and risk him waking up and getting caught and whatever? um, Or do I just hold off? And I would like to tell you that I held off, but I did not. Um, I took the risk. I I watched. I did my thing. And I I stopped and um, didn't get caught. But... Um, the level of uh, shame I've carried around that was incredibly deep because number one, that was very risky. It was really irresponsible as uh, an older brother, and it was just um, it was embarrassing that I, I I'd become that reliant on it that I was willing to put somebody else's life at risk. Um, I, I really I, I really felt um, terrible about it. So I decided. Um, um, that one day I would quit, uh, like every good addict. And that day came um, in, in the middle of my degree is where I found Jesus and committed my life to him um, and kind of took ownership of my faith. You know, I had kind of been riding the coattails of my parents up until that point. And when I made that decision, I knew I needed to clean up my life. And so I knew that I needed to clean up my language. I needed to stop drinking excessively on the weekends with my buddies. And I knew I needed to quit watching porn. And those first two things were really easy. No problem, no sweat. Uh, But no matter how hard I tried, I could not stop watching pornography. I always came back to it. Sometimes I could muster up enough willpower to go a couple days, maybe even a week if I was busy enough. 
But no matter what, I always came back to it. Uh, as I started to, you know, get into internet filters and accountability partners and, you know, some of these sort of um, quicker fixes, I started to get longer bouts of freedom, maybe a couple weeks here or there, that kind of thing. But something always pulled me back in. And after about two and a half years, I realized that everything I had done up until that point to get free was simply trying to modify the behavior. I was, I was using behavioral tactics and psychology instead of dealing with the more heart level issues. And so that began a journey of really what was another two and a half years of getting into the heart issues, working through trauma, going through a process of forgiveness, understanding my identity in Christ, building self-awareness of my inner life and learning to process emotions a lot better. I mean, the whole gamut, you, you name it, I did it. And um, that is where my life really began to change. Now, during this process, I had two prayers. Prayer number one was, God, whoever my future wife is, keep her from me until I am clean. I did not want to bring this into my marriage because I knew how much trouble it could cause. And my second prayer was, God, if you set me free, I will do everything in my power to help as many other men and women as possible get free as well. And so in February 2016, I had my last relapse. And uh, in December 2018, man, it gets me emotional. Uh, December 2018, I launched Deep Clean to help other guys get clean. And, uh, you know, um, I honestly didn't know if I could help anyone at all. Um, I, I just had the heart to do it. And I had a story and I thought maybe I could help a little bit. And uh, I'm, I'm feeling emotional talking about it because um, <laughs> we just helped so many people. Um, we, we've helped hundreds and hundreds of guys quit pornography, uh, walk in the calling God has in their lives, clean their marriages up. I, I mean, it has just been like just unbelievable. Um, and, you know, we have a podcast with hundreds of thousands of downloads, uh, an Instagram account with almost 100,000 followers, 10,000 people reading our newsletter uh, every single week. Like um, God has just been so good and gracious to us. And, um, and it's been amazing. And, you know, since December 2018, I've grown a lot, you know, as a coach and as a specialist in this area. I've um, studied a lot more research. I've read a lot more scripture. Um, I've gotten a lot more training. And um, I've just had a lot more experience helping guys get free. And it's been a lot, a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, our work has been featured on national television multiple times. Uh, global brands and podcasts um, have talked about our work and have featured my story and my book, The Last Relapse. I mean, we have been really, really fortunate to do some some uh, absolutely incredible things. And, um, and I'm just um, honored to have you here on the journey. I, I honestly, I don't take it lightly. And the reality is if nobody cared about what I had to say, uh, if nobody was following our Instagram pages, I would probably still do it. Um, but what really makes this stuff worth it is you guys. Um, and that's, that's why I get up in the morning. And that's why I'm so excited every single time I hit record on this podcast. And so I want to just say thanks for being here. But um, I hope that my story lets you know just how possible it is, how bad a situation can be. Um, look, we've helped people who didn't have things even close to as bad as my situation. We've helped guys who are a lot worse. We've seen everything. And what we know for sure, with I can say with 100% certainty, is that God is more excited about your freedom than you are. And that's what makes this possible. It is the living work of Jesus in your heart, His Holy Spirit giving us power every single day to become more like Christ 
and to be reconciled more and more to the Father. Those are the things that draw us in, and and God orchestrates it all. It's this it's this remarkable thing. He he instigated the process. He is the one who continues the process, and yet we just get to enjoy the rewards of it. We get to enjoy freedom, and he gets excited on our behalf for it. And so wherever you are in your journey, freedom is possible. Freedom is attainable. And if you are willing to do the work and to really let God in, you will be amazed at what he can do in your life as well. Look, if you want to find out more about what it could look like and what our process looks like um, and how we're helping all these guys get free, you can book a call with my team. That link is in the show notes. In the meantime, as I mentioned, the way this show grows is through your ratings, it's through your reviews. And if you're willing to do that, that goes a long way as well. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here. I will see you in the next episode. Stay clean. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.